0: Check 1-2, and now you're going to say something.
1: Check 1-2, check, 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 still bottom of the ninth. I think it's working no score. Great. Awesome. Um, we'll find uh, out lined through. out to right. Is that oh, right? Was lined out to left on there. Game over. Is that it? That's it. So who wins? Cubs, 6-4. They were down 4-1, they win
0: 6-4. Cubs win?
1: Hayward's getting in on the act.
0: Okay, that's great.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, I think we're ready. I think we're in business. Let me do one.
1: You do what you need to do. Okay. All
0: right. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Okay. We on? Are we on? I think we're. I think it's on. We on? It's Close on. enough. It's on. It's on. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Okay. Hello and welcome to Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now people. Love the sound of that. It was our winner. We had all the uh, the emails you know people sent in. We tallied it up, and that's what won. Mm-hmm. Got to go with the winner. Yeah. Today is April 6th, 2017, and this is episode number two. The deuce. This, this be exactly. This is after the first one, mm-hmm. number two. <laughs> this is the podcast where Nick and I, yes, that means I'm Doug, talk about the issues. And when I say issues, I, of course, mean topics. And as always, we like to start things off with the Columbia sports update. Oh. Do we have music for this? Uh, almost okay. Working on that. Mm-hmm. So I did a little research to see what's going on with our Columbia University. Yeah, uh, and they have a if you go to uh, hash, It's the Go Columbia Lions website hashtag only here. I don't know what any of that meant, but there's a I hashtag to, I'm only here. I'm imagining the
0: number of people and the number of hours that were spent in the conference room coming up with <laughs> hashtag only here.
1: And I think I'm the only person who uh, has looked up that website hashtag and knows. Hashtag only Doug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 150 years of intercollegiate athletic competition for the Columbia University. How Four- many years? 150 years. Isn't that going back to the Civil War? Oh, do my math. Be uh, at least. No, right after the Civil War. Yeah. There. Really? Yeah. Well, it was founded in 17 something. King's College. I had no idea. 43 Olympians, 16 NCAA championship teams, 49 individual NCAA champions, 99 Ivy League championship teams. 109 individual Ivy League titles in the past five years. Wait, say that last one again. How many? 109 individual Ivy League titles in the past five years. What could that even mean? What could that be? I think a guy won like a fencing tournament. Okay. Maybe. Uh, Nine members of the baseball, basketball, and pro football Halls of Fame. Wow. I was happy they put Halls of Fame in there, too. And uh, twenty-three NCAA postgraduate scholars. I don't really know what that means. I don't know what that means. Here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and I know th- I do know they won the Rose Bowl. I want to say nineteen thirty-one. They won like ten to three. That was a good game. That was a heck of a game. It mm-hmm. was a barn burner. Oh, that's oh yeah, terrific. Oh yeah, it goes down in in the annals. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is week three of Columbia football spring drills. The temperature was 46 degrees with on and off rain. That's in the lead paragraph of your Columbia sports update. That might be the most important part of the... uh, (laughs) It's possible. Yeah. Uh, And the first spring football game is scheduled for Saturday, April 15th at Robert K. Craft Field. Kickoff is at noon. Admission is free. Because this is... Spring football is not really a thing. No. I think it's a... I don't even know. I th- it might be like inter squad, mm-hmm. sure. intra squad, inter squad, intra. Probably, it's one of those uh, uh, things. Like if this was if it was University of Alabama, mm-hmm. yeah, you'd have one hundred and five thousand right. people at the place. Right. I got ass- instructions at the coach. <laughs> I got to assume the Columbia one. I'm not hundred percent sure all the players. Go to the game, let alone like anyone in the stands, right, right. even free admission, although have you ever been up to the uh, the Columbia University football field? I would imagine you have not I have not I think i 've been near the columbia university that 's hundred and something
0: hundred in- the
1: center is one hundred and sixteenth okay and between Broadway and amsterdam uh, the uh, baker uh, what the Robert Craft Field, what was Baker Field is at the top of the island, so north of the cloisters, I want to say it could be in the 200s street. That seems far. It's far. You take the train. It's the last stop on the number one train. Wow. And then I think you walk a little bit. And it's right at the top of the island, so it's where the Harlem River sort of curves, like, connects what would that be the east river and I don't understand the uh, New York hudson Geography river
0: at all i really don't i have really? it's very confusing
1: to me oh we'll do we'll do a whole podcast on that please just on that not Let's. this one okay but at some point we will all right. but it's beautiful up there it's actually really nice so w- when i was there it saw a couple of games i think it was a dollar and uh, uh i think my freshman year there was the last year of Baker Field. And at that time, it was the oldest wood stadium still in use. Wow. And I use that term loosely because like three-quarters of it was condemned. They like you weren't were allowed, allowed to sit. On. Oh, yeah, I mean just literally falling apart. And then they played a season at the Meadowlands where the New York Giants, the New York football Giants, play. Um, and then they built craft Field, but they only had enough money to build one side of it. But it was great because so you'd sit in the stands and you had this incredible, unobstructed view of, like, the Harlem River. And I guess at that, that point, probably the East River, depending on which way you were facing. Mm-hmm. But on a nice day, you know, a couple hundred people would go up there. And it, was a, it was a beauty day. And you'd see some semblance of football. I use that term loosely. But had I, you know, I don't know if there was spring football games when I was there. This was
0: an f- autumn football game you went to.
1: Yes. During the regulars the regular season. Right around the corner. What with spring football, the next thing you know, it's football football. <laughs> it's a sure That's sign. My, my favorite things in
0: in Chicago is how like what if I don't know, July, August, right? Bears training camp. Like just the lead story
1: on the news for weeks on end. Absolutely. it's still. think nothing else happened in the world. <laughs> exactly. Even with the Cubs and the Cubs winning and the Sox winning and the Blackhawks, it's a bear city. It's weird. It is a football city. It's weird. It is, I mean, just, I get this. I think the off season may be more, well, they're better in the off season because they haven't played That's yet. That's right. But it is yes. the, I, I mean, I actually do love all off-seasons, hot stove leagues, as they say, just because it's so absurd, ridiculous. But it's the best arguing hot because you have no way right. to validate yes. any exactly. of what
0: you say. Right. Nothing can be refuted. Nothing can be confirmed. Exactly. What's a hot, a hot stove? The
1: hot stove league is the baseball off-season.
0: What's the derivation of I that think it's
1: like, like hot, like, you know, it's wintertime. So your like, conversation around the hot stuff. stuff, I have no idea. So There's a few baseball terms I know, a lot of them, no idea.
0: I mean, I think I actually think that that's – here's, here's a, a hypothesis. I think that that's one of the things that people love about football is that it is so infrequently played that you could spend all this time talking about it and speculating and arguing. And then that's probably more fun than the games themselves.
1: Oh, absolutely! I mean, this
0: is why like sports radio exists and stuff.
1: Right? Oh, absolutely! And they they talk about the Bears like all year long. It's great, but I love stories like the fact. That, and
0: then like five games in, it's like the season's, season's open, over. Then right? Exactly. About next year, they're
1: one and four, and it's yeah. like, well, yeah, let's start retooling. Do we? Right? Do you? Who do you get rid of? How do you re- <laughs> rebuild? And will these? And I love. I always love like you know the the grades and reviews of the draft which happens in, it used to be April. Right. I think it might be May now. Right. And you really don't know Of course, three, four years down the until at least yeah. three or four years down the road, was this a good draft? I was like, we have no idea. But yet you grade it, you sort of look at it. And what's amazing to me about that too is these are teams that have, that watch, Right, hundreds of hours of film that interview guys that med- literally give them a the the I think it's the wonderlick test, which is like the psychological sure. profile. They're questioned, they're poked, they're prodded. How fast can you run? How high can you jump? You know all these other skills. And you have pro day and all these things. And there is a staff of guys looking at these guys, guys who have worked in the business for a hundred years. Who and you get to that day. Yeah, I don't know. Right. It's, it's still not a total crapshoot, but it's, it's close. close. It is definitely close on the crapshoot. Oh, look at that! We it's we forgot guest. to turn our uh, on on the air sign. Do you want to you want to sit in with us? That? No, it's no, all, right. No, no, no. all right. All right, I know. enjoyed it. I'm a huge fan, and I apologize. Uh, oh no, no, thank you. Hey, look, yeah. we've got a huge fan. Alex, yeah, all right. I think she thank meant you. to be you, not not, nah, not not the podcast. Not me. Oh, not me. yet. We're yeah. only at episode two. It's true. Just you wait. It can it can really build up. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, so there's uh the the football thing. Mm-hmm. The other thing I love this quick <laughs> off season. The Bears, I think, had four ca- four quarterbacks on the roster uh, last year. None of those guys are coming back. All four. Yeah, but it's a stable franchise. That's what That's you great. want. I mean, yeah, the whole thing is great. Yeah, but it is. But Chicago, it's it's still. Yeah. I think that the Bears winning the Super Bowl in '85 is still bigger than the Cubs winning in 16.
0: That makes sense. I really do. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out 10 years from now, but I think that's a very good hypothesis. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. Right. That maybe, you know, because probably, what has it been, 30 years, right? People can... I'm sure there's a number of people in the city who could just rattle off the starting line up top to bottom of oh, the '85 Bears. Oh yeah. Oh, I think or I'm I could one of them. Name like 22 people on the team.
1: Absolutely. And those guys, I mean, like the third string offensive right. tackle is never paying for a meal right. in Chicago. Whereas, the rest I, of his I, you life.
0: know, possibly in 10 years, people aren't going to be able to rattle off 15 players on the 2016 Cubs.
1: It's Not possible. They shouldn't be able to. It shouldn't I don't be. Know but I would. think that it's certainly it's certainly possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um in reference to our last episode yeah. or our, our, or at this point, I our, think we could say our, our other, other episode. episode. Yeah. Uh what are you, what are you drinking there?
0: Oh yeah. I'm drinking the La Qua La Cola.
1: Yeah. Did we, we I think it I lost it stinks stinks last time? myself.
0: <laughs> did I have this last time? Did we talk
1: about this? We one talked about it because okay. I uh uh I maintain that it's undrinkable. Oh sound oh ah. Can we punch, we'll punch that up in a post? Yeah, yeah. We'll Foley that in. Nice, fly that in. And uh, and your take on this? It's fine. This it actually of... has a taste. Okay, we're no longer friends.
0: Exactly. Really? It's not the best drink. It's fine. but it has a flavor. Most of them don't have a flavor at all. They have a very weak hint of something, and it's it would be better if they had no hint. Right? It's not the hint isn't helping. This at least has a flavor. This is one of I think two. Of the many La Croix flavors that I think actually has a flavor.
1: Yeah, but it's not a good flavor. I'd rather go back fine. to the uh, no flavor. Excuse me. I think it's fine. It seems okay. fine. I don't All know.
0: Right. It just, but you like Jeez. cola, but you just really don't like
1: this flavor? Exactly. Like a, a, a Coca-Cola, an RC is delicious. I don't well, like it's, that. This seat, isn't but sweet, bad. right? I mean, so it doesn't have the. But it doesn't taste good. It tastes like, I don't know, like mm. something gone bad. Which is not good, if I'm I'm not mistaken. I see where you're going with this. Um, That's deep. Oh Um, wow, that's us. Yeah, I think it's right. I I think it's fine. It's okay. It's all right. It's fine. Okay. I think that's one of the ones I may have bought like the six pack and tossed, like poured out the other five. I recycled the the cans with the other. Oh, could you? Oh, I wouldn't even give it to the plants. Who knows what could happen. You think it happened? Uh, it's so the, the, the making the of seat. a sci-fi movie, right there. Exactly. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about? Um, I got stuff. If you, oh just, yeah, but no, no, we'll go, go. Go. No, 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 If you got some stuff, let's start with your stuff. I do like a very quick, and and it yeah. is a timely thing. Uh, Don Rickles, oh, yeah. died today. Yeah, he did. Ninety yeah. years old. We saw him together. We saw him, and it was one of those uh, uh, guys. Feel genuinely lucky to have seen. Performed I mean, live, and it was—I mean, it was much later. It was probably seven years ago.
0: Yeah, somewhere in there, something
1: like that. So he was—he was in his eighties, yeah. Uh and he it's... was fantastic. His was Rickles.
0: Uh, I'm getting, I'm mixing up some facets of his show and the Jerry Lewis show that we saw the same summer.
1: That's true, <laughs> but.
0: I mean, he's definitely like a dude from a bygone era, right? There aren't people like that that style of humor. Like, I think people would probably, for the most part, watch it today and be like, I don't understand. Because there's conventions of, like with music or film or, you know, comedy, right? There are these, there's a vernacular, right? right? And there are conventions, and those conventions of that era don't really apply now they've been supplanted by other things so i think a lot of his act would be like why did people find this to be humorous
1: right and if i think also if you actually took it out of context well yeah well, i remember when watching it yeah sure he i just remember thinking he's the literally the only person in the world who could get away with what he's saying that people love what he's saying and that if you took it just like read the transcript hand anybody right. else That's right. on stage doing that they would be like run out right. of town like in, in which, two seconds right which
0: exists today and stuff too right it's people come to something with a a reputation or a persona or whatever and that informs the way people listen and interpret
1: absolutely
0: what they're saying um yeah, it's crazy, right? What a but, guy's had a guy had to have I mean, I think I might have read his didn't he write a book recently? Yeah, in the last 10 yeah. years or something like that. I think and like I, think his, I read and,
1: it. And there I think his one of its kids put together uh a documentary, I think okay. it may have been called like Mr. Warmth. Sure. Or which I think is a Carson uh, gave him that name.
0: Yeah. I think it's uh there's got to be just so many good stories.
1: Right? Oh, the absolutely. problem is that
0: most of the other people who have those good stories are also dead. Yes, that's the thing that's a bummer. It's like the real good, like and funny and interesting anecdotes about these people. Right, just about people, not just celebrity people or whatever. Right, like, oh, right? absolutely, absolutely. They go away. Right, and then before you know it, they like whoosh, whoosh, everything disappears and all that, yeah. all the traces of the thing. Disappear and there's very little left, which is unfortunate because I think certain people there are probably a ton of interesting, great stories,
1: and especially that generation of not just comedians but entertainers yeah, who, you know, working, you know, this, so probably like post vaudeville, right. but like the strip clubs and the cat skills and Vegas when it was just starting out, right. and. Y- y- Yes, you have comedians now who are working all the comedy clubs, but there were you know, those, those things where you read about like, you know, Dean and Jerry and Rickles probably did like seven shows a night. Right. You know, with the last one at 3 a.m., especially in Vegas at that time. It's not, you know, uh, uh, Amy Schumer coming out and doing an hour Right. And then going At to the peninsula, and, like, precisely right. Taking it easy, right? Precisely. Yeah. I mean, these guys—they grinded it out, and just worked every single night and constantly honing so, the the craft. And and you listen to a lot of the comics of that era, and the guys like Shecky Green and 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 uh, Norm Crosby. Uh, the timing is so fantastic, right? These guys. And that's, I mean, you really hear the difference. Like, just yeah. not only the, 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 the words they pick, yeah. but how they say it. And, like, they've, that. Part they've honed it like, over
0: so many iterations, right? They've just, right. you know, I played that show for a couple of weeks in college in Vegas, right, with Pete Barbeauty.
1: Again, eighty. What did I tell you? He Was eighty-two 80 years something, old, something like which that. Which surprises
0: yeah. me that he's that young. Actually, I thought he was older than
1: that. See, I didn't, but, I didn't. I didn't. I for some reason I thought he was younger. I didn't. I didn't really like do the math. Like when he was around, I was like, oh no, he's I of that he era. More like ninety. But anyway, yeah. anyway,
0: he. You know, he. We did two and three shows a night, in the Sahara in Vegas,
1: and you were you were in the backing band. Yeah. Okay. And you know he
0: was great he's just a pro right like you would just see him like you'd see him in the casino like walking in he probably drove over right and parked in the lot and then like kind of just like wandered through the casino with his cigar and his like sort of like baseball style jacket right and then he would and then he in. he had
1: the that was the thing he took the um right the, the bottom of the plunger on the side of his piano and that's where he would pop his cigar Yeah, and he would which you was know, just would, funny. Just him would, doing that, like, that was comedy. And that he would thing. come and change
0: into the tux or whatever, and then, like, go out and we would do the thing. Then you'd see him at the end of the night, and he'd be, like, drive home and go have dinner with his wife. And, like, yeah. And, uh, you know, that was a guy who was, he would change up the set a little bit um, each night, and sometimes. Uh, my friend Paul, who was the band leader, would ask him and was really familiar with his bits and really right. loved all the old comedians and would be like, Can you do the bit about blah blah tonight? And he would be like, Yeah, let me see if I can remember that one or whatever, and he would work it in. But he, there was one joke he would tell every night. Um there was sort of like a shaggy doggish kind of joke. Like it does sure. it wasn't it wasn't that, it didn't take you nowhere, but there wasn't like the payoff wasn't the point. Right. right? And he um he would tell this thing every every set, and after a few days, we were just cracking up as soon as he started to tell it because he would just drop in, like, a little something or tweak something just a little bit and then, like, just glance over his shoulder at us, and we would be dying laughing. It was that thing, like, that was – it wouldn't be funny to you if you hadn't seen him do it 20 right. times, but after you saw him do it all those times – then you're cracking up, and you're like, "Oh, this is so good!" And you're just like savoring the telling of it, right? But um, he's but he's still entertaining that new audience
1: that's right. in there, right? And that, that's to be able to do that, for him.
0: right, to make it fun for him, and he's and he's obviously trying to entertain us, and he's entertaining the audience, and it's just really that's masterful.
1: It, yeah, yeah it was, and those guys, I mean, truly. I don't know if it's necessarily a hard life, but it was it was a different thing back then. Yeah, right. No I doubt mean, He about wasn't it. making a zillion dollars yeah. no. a gig and whatever he was right, and he was big like Carson Show and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff for a couple of years, right? And then that and then that was it. Yeah, but he's still with us. Amen. Yeah, uh, Don Rickles, uh, not no, um, and still my favorite. Uh, I'm not a big uh, uh, cart or uh, animated movie fan. But the bit in, you know, Toy Story where he's Mr. And says, hey, you hockey puck. And the camera turns and it's a hockey puck. It would, would that be meta? Would that be, can that be, so would that be a definition of that? Because I still don't really know what that means. I think it's like the word uh, ironic.
0: It's lost all meaning. Lost all meaning. Yeah. Point. Literally ironic to, and meta. Right. People I just like, use those
1: words. Yeah. To mean anything. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. Baseball season, baseball yeah. season has started. Yeah, it's uh, it's I love baseball. Me too. The best it is, it is just the um, it again great hot stove yeah time talk about it. It was I nice in Chicago. We had a you yeah, know shorter I don't like talking about
0: season. it. I just wanted it to get, I just wanted it to. I was excited for it to come around again, but I don't want to talk about it in the interim. I don't want to, like, if there are
1: moves being made and free agency and trades and stuff, it's like, yeah, no, I still, hmm. I still like to uh, keep keep track of yeah. where you know player movements and so Can forth. Can we get JD on the show? We could ask. Let's ask. I think we
0: should. That's. I feel like that's a he'd be a great guy to talk to. You know, has, that's one thing I miss. I, I like the baseball for sure,
1: absolutely. But I
0: also missed Lennon JD. Like, just
1: be like, oh, I'm gonna listen to Lennon JD tonight. You know, like. exactly. Or even just being like, I was in the car uh, earlier today, mm-hmm. and it was a, it was an afternoon game, yeah. And flipping the radio on, and even just catching like an inning or two of yeah. uh, of um, our buddy Pat Hughes and yeah. uh, uh, Ron Coomer, and it's just the the pacing, the, the sound. sound of the game, like you know, Pat Hughes' voice, what's to me is coming? Like, it's like
0: 1961 when you listen to that guy, right? right? Like but it's, it's like it's, a different, just the his diction and stuff oh, is from totally. a different
1: era and his pacing and when he yes. tells you what the score is yes and where they are and still be able to do it's, the advertising and
0: it's not nothing
1: all those oh when no no
0: because like, i what was it the first game the other night sunday night or whatever it was right was not lennon jd right it was a right main, it was the
1: national game
0: and i don't know who the guys were and i'm sure they're nice guys but it was brutal to listen to it was punishingly boring like there's there's and yet yeah, two guys kind of chattering a little bit and right. calling the game, but there's a difference. When you listen to, like, Glenn and J.D. do it, it's it's much better.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I, and I love, like, like uh, guys who are biased. <laughs> they're yeah, they're right. the home. Sure. I mean, because yeah, I'm a fan of that team. I'm listening because yeah. I am a Cubs sure. fan, and I want to hear them talk about the Cubs and knowing what happened before yes. and knowing, right. For sure. you know, wh- what got, you know, to this position and stories of uh, – of uh, uh, last year, um, and then so the big one of the big things in the off season is the length of games, and that they're trying to speed up right. the game, People and it's to... too long. And I ju- I get don't, em. I totally with get you. it. And there's one way to do it, and that's less commercials. Yes, that's it. That's really the, right. the only inning, way to do
0: the, it. The gap between innings doesn't need to right. be that long,
1: or that the, you know. I love the well, you know, the intentional walk thing. Instead of throwing the four pitchers, they're just going to first base. I have no problem with that. Actually, even though I love tradition hmm. in baseball, it's fine. It was a stupid thing. Go ahead, and it's been. It's still odd to get used to because all of a sudden, I think did in they the do game, that? Is that happening this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't Started realize this that year. Was they're just like basically the manager points to. I forget what the actual signal is. Um, there was uh, the game, the I think on uh, um, whichever game two of the Cubs season. Which, by the way, if every game is like this, I'm not going to make it till yeah, Memorial Day. It's very exciting. Uh, but so the the first two pitches were balls, and then then he just starts walking to first base because they just decided, yeah, go ahead. You know, the, yeah, the, the, like the,
0: I get that, uh, that makes sense to me. The right. only part I I guess I liked making the pitcher go through it cause you never know when they're gonna throw a wild pitch or something True, there's happen. that 0001 or you steal percent on that thing. Right. Or and like you that. do
1: have to pay attention. Sometimes the pitch the batter it, will right. take a little swing if it's right. a little too close. It changes
0: it a little bit, but it's probably not a huge deal. Right. And right. it's percent. one
1: of those ones and how often that happens right. is once every season. You know, and there just yeah, aren't that right. many intentional walks anyways. Yeah, it's fine. I think in a it's, game. That, that part's fine. But but if the, the intent was to speed up the game, that was not the problem.
0: Here's the thing, right. I also don't think that wasn't the problem. And I also think that. For whom was was the length of a baseball game a problem exactly?
1: This is my question. And I guess the their reasoning is, is attracting younger fans, that young fans don't have the attention span or need of okay. something sped up. But young people but have
0: never had attention span since exactly. the beginning of time. And then you learn to like baseball and you learn to appreciate the parts that maybe you didn't appreciate about it exactly. earlier on. Right, right. It's fine. I completely if, agree. If you want something, you know, if you want it to be like, a video game right if you're expecting right. it to be like video, right exactly
1: you're not going to get those people anyway right and if you're really if that's really the concern then make it seven innings make it three balls and two strikes and just make it a completely different game and right. then it just won't i, I don't
0: my also, is also is baseball not doing well? Are there so many people losing money? That's also money, my argument right?
1: too. Right. These teams like are the Cubs worth less than what the Ricketts family paid for cuz I think it's worth 3 times more now. Yeah, I don't, and ratings are up. And yes, it was the Cubs, but so what? It's always something. Ratings go up, they go down, right? they go, but it's been st- I, I don't know anyone who's lost money buying a franchise. Right. Nobody's losing money. No one's losing money. You know, everything seems to be doing great. And it's, and my feeling is when I'm sitting at a game. Well, I'm sitting at a game. Yeah, if
0: you're in that much, if you're that kind of like freaked out, kind of in a hurry person, you're not watching baseball not anyways. Right, then don't right. go to the park
1: and go watch or the last. Bring your
0: computer to the park and work and like that's fine. Yeah, and precisely. Like, and leave early. Leave before it's over if right. you want, or show up late. Right. If you don't have the time.
1: I have no problem. You know, and one of the things, well, X number of pitchers, you know, it's like, who cares? So you get a break. You, you watch the giant. They all have the jumbotrons. You watch, you know, the hat game or some wacky video. I can see th- th- one of the things that, but it's not a speed thing. I'd like to see the video replay, which I would love for them to get rid of. Yeah. It's 2017. Agreed. They're not going to live with that. You got if your manager has to challenge it, I think immediately. You don't get to watch. You don't get to watch. I it agree for a minute and a half, and then decide. And anytime there's like a close play, you see all four umpires and half the infield just turn and look at the opposing manager and say, "Are you going to challenge it?" It's like, no. You, you have five seconds, and I don't. I think you can only. Ch- I think you should only be able to challenge plays at the plate, scoring plays. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like when that, it's Cincinnati against San Diego in September, and they're challenging the fourth inning. Did the guy you know tag him out at second base? You're, that you're killing me.
0: See, I think I don't. I disagree that it's plays at the plate. I think it. If you're going to allow people to challenge, you allow them to challenge whatever it is they want to challenge. Although I do agree that like the like letting people watch it on TV for a couple minutes before they decide if they want to challenge. That's not, right.
1: I, it, I agree. You're either
0: like, I'm in or I'm out right away. Right. Like,
1: and I think there should be more penalties in all the sports for challenging and not over $10,000 cash. <laughs> <laughs> the manager's got to come out with
0: one of those silver briefcases. That
1: would be good. Or they pick like a section number and that he, they have to buy a beer for everybody in section 219. Right. right. Yeah. I'd have no problem or with that. Or you shot with a paintball gun or exactly. like... Some sort of public flogging. It's something, something that will, but it's got to be something, yes, that will make you, maybe you lose a run. How about that? Mm. Yeah, exactly. I would have no problem with that.
0: That's some high stakes poker right there. Exactly. I like that.
1: Um, But it is, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, being at the game, like when it gets like extra innings. Yeah. That's free baseball. Like, right. I get to watch more. It's great. Like, this, where am I? Who, where do I got to go? I, I decided right. I'm going to go to this game and I'm going to sit and watch it, and it's fancy. Yeah, I don't, People and I spend just don't see a lot more see... time doing a lot of stupider stuff. Like, what's the, I don't get it. Right. Exactly right. And at this dog. day and age, everybody Shut has to have a hot dog. Exa- which is sound advice for almost every situation. That's right. Uh uh But you might want to work that into your next <laughs> thing. I'll think, we'll, we'll figure out somewhere. Um, <laughs> But I, it, 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 dropping the game to two-and-a-half hours is not going to gain fans. It just isn't. Make, you know, especially when, okay, you make it two-and-a-half hours, but we're going to charge you 150 bucks a seat, and in two years, it's, we're going to have our own network, and it's going to be $500 a year to watch these games. That's going to alienate fans and not draw in younger mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, I don't understand what, yeah, it's who's upset about this and thinking that. You know what it is? It's
0: some guy, some owner or some baseball executive, David Stern or whoever the guy is. Uh, Rob Manford now. It's, uh, it's not Pete uh, Rosell?
1: It's not Pete Rosell. Okay. That was, I think it was a year or two ago. Okay. Yeah. You know, the, it's It's, it's a Judge Kennesaw Mountain Landis, I yes. think still. Yes. Oh, that's good. Not stuff. enough kids named Kennesaw or Mountain. Yeah, they should. We should bring that back.
0: Mm-hmm. You can name one of your kids that. Oh, the first kid, <laughs> I should, Mountain. I, I was gonna hope, trying to get you on a spit stick <laughs> there. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's right. It's one of those guys was like, my grandson said he was bored, you know. And then they like, they came back to the meeting, and they're like, you know what we need to do?
1: Speed this up because yeah. YouTube videos are a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's right. They should be pop songs. Should be three minutes. Right. But that's a pop song. Right. Baseball games I understand in 1957 it was, you know, averaged like under 2 or 90 minutes or right. so. But there were no TV commercials and you didn't have relief pitchers. You didn't have seven relief pitchers. Just the way it is. Right. And you, you didn't have, let you know, those get in you know, my other thing.
0: Pitch relief pitcher comes in, you pitch. I you do that. There, I don't, you know don't know why throw they throw for like 4 minutes right. and blah blah. You were ju- that's all you were doing. <laughs> And also, you're a your right. professional athlete. If you can't like get in the game without, like, hang on, guys, I need to stretch. Like, like
1: you, Get in there. You were do your war- the job. You were literally, right. they actually call it warming up. When someone
0: comes off the, when, off the bench in soccer or basketball, they're like, right. do you know what? take a bunch of shots. Let me warm up here. Out. Let me like do run see, some, yeah. you know, little
1: wind sprints. Do it. Do it. No, let's go. Right. I let's agree go. Go. with that. You know you're in throwing. the game. Boom. Come on in. Right. Next pitch is a pitch. I agree. You get, like, two. Just to get used to, it. and it's a mound you've been on already. You know it's, that they're all the same all... distance.
0: <laughs> I don't care about right. that's nonsense. I agree. You pitch. I agree. You just pitched. You were just I standing know. in there pitching.
1: That I would have you no were in problem a special
0: with. Special <laughs> place that's just for you to throw warm
1: up. That is an exact simulation. Is that is that is that an oxymoron? No. An exact simulation. It's meta. Oh, oh thank you. Um, it's ironic. Literally, ironically, meta. I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right. You were actually in the exact same conditions. Let's go. Redonk. I don't disagree. I'm a little uh, saddened this year at Wrigley. I saw the little overhead shot because the bullpens are gone from the... That's a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. It's the one thing they've done at that ballpark that I'm a little disappointed in. Yeah, I'm anti on that. Yeah, I just loved seeing those guys sitting there and that whole... um, the last couple of years, that tradition that if there's a line shot down the line, like you're you're not allowed to move, right, or flinch, and then I don't, yeah. I don't know what happens to you if you what if you do, but uh, it's money. too bad that that uh, that's gone away. And I guess they're underneath um, the bleachers, and somehow you're going to be able to see it on some sort of video mm-hmm. screen. That's a bad, you know, that's a bad move, it's, and 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 purely. To put in more expensive seats, yeah, that's bogus. Yeah, yeah, that's, a bogus. that's not that's not player safety, no. or uh, or anything like that. No, you had asked me. We were talking uh, earlier uh, in the week about the uh, uh, balls and strikes being like on the video, and oh, yeah. do we still need to have an umpire sure. calling balls and strikes and being much more subjective? Mm-hmm. than the thing. And I thought about it more, and I'm still on the side. It's like, yeah, keep the umpire, keep the human element. You can have the thing up, and people can lose their minds. Like, that was way out, way outside, and it was called a ball. It's like, whatever. Also, one and, of my favorite things, what I really
0: would like, uh, because you know they have it with the parabolic mic, I, I want Major League Baseball to release a video I would pay a hundred dollars for this DVD of just all the things that, like the players say to the ump when they're walking away from the plate, or when they come up the next time. That's a good, you or, know or like, that's like yeah, absolutely, gold. or
1: just when they or the pitcher like walking pat walking back to his dugout, yeah. and right. looks over. Yeah, I agree. That stuff is there. so
0: good. Like, I want to <laughs> know, and I don't want to know just generally, like when they're like. Schwarber didn't seem too happy with that pitch, and he's letting the ump hear about it. Like, I want to know word for word what is going on there. What he said, I agree.
1: Right, that would be yeah, that would be
0: awesome. And then what is the ump? And what is the ump saying?
1: And That's... how much? I'm all, like, you know, it happens in the NBA also when guys get thrown out for saying the wrong mm-hmm. thing to yeah. uh, to the ref. I always want to know like what, what that line thing? is. Yeah, what, the,
0: what triggered it? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, What you can and cannot say. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh similar to that joe madden the manager would say to dexter fowler as he was coming up the bat i think it was the you go we go uh thing and apparently what he says to schwarber now is um highly x-rated so i'm, I'm curious i'm sort of like i, I kind of don't want to know we got to just walk down there by the dugout and just like hang is. get let's get those seats yeah yeah that's all let's we need do to it. do let's get seats in the dugout you think you know do you know anybody I don't. All right. I don't. Um, I think now it might be time for the uh the philosophical what? question of Please. the show. Please. Uh do we have intro music for this? Uh I think so. Okay. Uh we'll we'll drop that Fly in there You ready? hmm To what extent do you shape your own destiny and how much is down to fate? Uh okay. So let's pull that apart a little bit. Yeah. And,
0: by destiny you just mean outcome.
1: Yes. Cuz I don't really believe in destiny or fate. I don't either. So I Although I do sure. <laughs> I do there's a little bit of uh being Jewish the tempting fate mm. aspect, but that that's a little bit of a different dynamic. It's a slightly it's slightly different, but yeah. uh I think
0: I mean, I think people have an influence on their outcome and situations, but um, I think that – I don't think there is fate. I don't think people have a destiny. I think when you're a teenager – when I was young, I thought I had one. Right, like because I think everybody has that sort of like, I'm the star of this movie of me, and I'm like the center of the universe or whatever, and that what why I hate college students, right? (laughs) But and then you realize like, oh no, it's actually I'm the spotlight's not on me, right? I'm just an ant in the whole thing, right? And I think people, you know, I think people have. Right We make decisions, and those decisions have consequences, and those consequences have significance, and they lead to things right um but the uh the idea that every you can be anything you want, and you as long as you choose or you work hard enough or blah blah blah, that kind of stuff is crazy talk to me
1: I agree, and I also agree that it's like that you have no control over this is that you're fated like the Greek tragedy to do no matter how you try to avoid it. You are, you know, the the, the Oedipus. I think people have facets of their life
0: where the circumstances are conducive or, you know,
1: not conducive to certain outcomes. Um, Right. But but that can be be across
0: a broad spectrum of things.
1: Absolutely. And I think that there are absolutely things that are out of your control
0: a lot of things most things. most
1: things right. right but that but i don't
0: think that therefore but that's not that's not fate or destiny that's just Correct. the way shit shakes out that's just exactly. chance and random
1: right and i also think that that implies an inc- that that you by saying you can tempt fate or you know, if uh, like the concept of jinxing something, right. I think is an incredibly egocentric right term. I mean, it's a classic. You know, with sports is like the perfect thing. Right, it's like, oh, don't say this because then you know it'll happen. You know, there's something bad will happen. It's like, how, how is it right? <laughs> right, me at home, whether possible... or not, whether or not yes. I went
0: to get a... Cola at this point in the or game, sat in the wrong like, seat, doesn't right? Affect Anthony Rizzo's ability to hit the ball, right? It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah,
1: precisely, right? I mean, precisely.
0: I think, you know the people. You know there are circumstances. Um, if you're born in America in this twenty end of twentieth or beginning of twenty first century, right. There's a whole set of things, right? There's a whole set of factors there. If you were born in Bangladesh at that same time period, there's a whole set of things that are going on that are going to influence how things go for you. Absolutely. Uh, Health wise, job wise, survival wise, mm-hmm. any anything. Right? Access to any resource. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, if if you're born. Um, and you have a problem with your legs, or you only grow to be five foot one, or whatever. Yeah, you yes. If you maybe if you try real hard, you can be in. And your dream is to be in the NBA. You can make your dream come true if you try as hard as you can. But probably not.
1: Um, right.
0: And if you're born in Bangladesh and you somehow hear about the NBA and you're like, I want to be an NBA player. Like, could it happen? Maybe. Will effort move you possibly closer in that direction? Probably. Will it be sufficient? Maybe not. Maybe not. Right. And so that's, I think, the thing is like, yeah, you could steer it, but there's all kinds of, we're all in circumstances and we're all in bubbles and whether or not we realize it, like all of these things, there's these forces acting on us which don't seal our quote-unquote fate in a very specific way, but they certainly have an influence on things. Likewise, like, you don't have to tell yourself, people like to tell themselves stories, right, about their own life. They like to have like a running narrative, I think. Sure. You hear this all the time. People are like, my personal story, it's a very popular term, I think, right now.
1: Mine, th- makes it has guest appearances by Kate Upton and Chrissy Teigen, oddly enough. It's terrific. Oh, it's a good, a good story.
0: story. Yeah. The You know, and I think that that kind of stuff is is can be limiting, um, because you you maybe it helps people to feel better to do it, but I think it also can hem people in. Like, well, I'm this kind of person, or I'm not into that, or I don't, I'm not good at that, or I'm blah blah blah. And some I think, of that it can be self awareness. Like, I'm, right. I'm Actually, not <laughs> actually not good at shooting a basketball. Right. Like I actually, that's actually a thing I know about. But you know, people will sort of say, I'm. You know, they sort of like to identify in certain ways or self-identify or associate with a group in their mental construct. And I I think that that can limit people. It's like, actually, you could do that. You could totally do that. You could actually change what you're doing and go do the other thing.
1: Exactly. And I I think you do have an incredible amount of influence on your fate and destiny. Right. Uh, You know, we all make. Choices and that it maybe and I don't know if there's right or wrong choices. There are t- – different things happen. Uh You even though you don't know what that end result will mm-hmm. be or that what that path will be, that's right. that doesn't. I think it, a lot of people confuse it. That it's like, well, therefore it was your destiny, right, to this because even though you didn't know you were getting here, you chose this path. And and my thinking is like, no, no, that's sort of results. Based, you know, uh, that's uh, right. uh, uh, Hindsight, yeah, exactly. In that, exactly. I chose specifically this to get to right. that point. I may or may not get there because there are other factors. Right. Like I, and I think lock is one of the the, of the biggest one and one that's not. Um, it's for sure given the biggest it, one. It's, it's the proper uh, uh, weight in the in the uh, equation. Yeah, it's for sure the biggest one. Yeah. And But I do think that, yeah, we actually absolutely have a great influence on our destinies and uh Yeah, and I think thates. we
0: influence our outcomes. I think you just, like you said, if I'm understanding correctly, I think you don't you don't know what the outcome, what the final outcome actually is necessarily. But you can change the direction you're going in. Absolutely. Even if you don't know it. So – you know, and I think you're right. A lot of people in hindsight are like, well, I did this, and then I, you know, I, if they're talking about how they ended up in their job. They're like, well, right. I waited tables, and then I did this other thing, and then I did this other thing, and these unrelated things. And that's how I got here, like as if that it was inevitable that they would end up here.
1: Precisely. In that Right. And that was no matter which, right. whatever their decisions were, those were the only decisions that could be made. Or they were were part of like a, it makes no sense. Clearly, they were in retrospect,
0: clearly, they were part of a master plan to get me here. And it's like, that's not really, it could have easily gone another way. You know, I was reading something recently and somebody was talking about, um, you know, kind of like getting business advice or life advice and stuff. And their thing was like, people want to talk to the people who are successful in a field. Like, but those people didn't like,
1: it might be more useful to talk to people who failed. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people who were successful also had multiple right. failures as well. But but I agree. And I don't know is there, I mean, there have been books written on this subject for, you know, ever. And is there an underlying commonality to it? I think everybody's looking for, right. they're they're looking for that one right. key. And I don't think there is one key. No, some I agree. People,
0: some people succeed at a certain thing despite themselves. Other people strive for that exact thing and do all the right things and don't get there and, right. you know, whatever it is. I don't know. I think that telling yourself too much of a story or being too beholden to a some kind of construct, pro or con, I think is harmful, right? Either telling yourself, like, I'm destined to be this or I right. could never be this. Neither of those is very good. Just like – correct. Try to make your choices and array your life in the way that you think is going to be good for you. Cause it's going to
1: make you happy and exactly healthy, and, and then just as, see what happens. As Doctor Herb own once said, "You never know. You never know."
0: Right? And I think it, that you know people. It's like you know, it's it's these these constructs that kind of make me crazy. It's like um, you know, people. Well, I you know. I've avoided illness because I've eaten this and I've done this and that. You know, there's other people that ate the same thing and did the same things that became very sick or died. There's people And people who've
1: had horrible— yeah. Diets and there's like nope. Right. And they are to be ninety, fine. right? Yeah. They
0: eat horrible food. They they're drunk all the time and they're like they, exactly. they're living great. Right. There's some
1: cause and effect, of but course there's there is. but not this sort of master. Right. But the idea uh, that you uh, have plan.
0: total control of it because you've I've isolated these three variables and there you go. Right.
1: No, no, no. I, I agree with that. But you can of course but you, you can, can still shape it, right? right Like yeah, if you absolutely. do some
0: exercise and eat better, are the right. chance it's it's about increasing or decreasing your chances, which is not
1: which a is not fate tea. or right. destiny. Right. So yes.
0: Like, yes, if you eat
1: healthier, the chances that you will be healthier probably better. Probably better. I think that yes. But not we a can guarantee. Go with that. Exactly. And that may be a good place to stop. Is it? Yeah, we'll why see not? How we're doing. Okay. Okay. You can <laughs> uh check out our website, Nick and Doug Soundexplosion dot com. And you can email us right from the website. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna make that website. Any Wilson, minute now. Any minute yeah, now. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, we'll have something. Do you have anything to plug? Do you want to throw something in there plug, here at the end? Yeah. You know, we can throw in a plug. No, I don't think so. All right. Um, Hot dogs will be at the Wrigley Field, uh, Wrigley mm, Field bleachers, allegedly. So they say. I never know until I actually see it. Okay. In front, sure I hope so. I mean, so it was there before. The signs are still be- up from last year. Yeah, absolutely. And I uh, just ordered a whole lot of sausage that okay. I am paid for. So I really hope it's there. Okay. Otherwise, um, Your we, house is going to be- yeah, yeah, otherwise I'm living uh, under the mm. bleachers. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm adding a little something here. end. Ready? Remember, kids, don't litter. Be kind to those less fortunate. Wait, let me start again. Remember, kids, don't litter. Be kind to those less fortunate than you. And as always, keep up the good work. Until next time. Goodbye.